This episode is brought to you by Audible.com. In order to get a free audiobook download, trial download, go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfiresidechat. For listeners of this program, I would recommend downloading a cursed idol that will destroy your entire civilization. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a cursed favorite. Yes. And here we are today to talk about Kingsfield 4, the ancient city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Why are we talking about Kingsfield 4, Cole? <laughs> Seems like a real weird one. Wasn't that that game that came out around the time that the PlayStation 2 launched and it was panned by critics? You mean Eternal Ring? <laughs> you mean <laughs> The Bouncer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you mean Fantavision? <laughs> yeah. Do you mean every PS2 launch title? Do you mean Shadow of Fate? <laughs> yeah, um, God, uh, not Eternal Ring. What's the the other one? The other from one? Oh, they had two launch games. It was um, something. I have it. I can't remember the name. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, from from was big in in launching for the PS2. Yes, they were for some reason. That's, I guess this is a little bit after after the launch. It looks like a launch game, but uh, but yeah. So we're talking about Kingsfield uh, because this is widely acknowledged to be uh, the real spiritual predecessor, along with uh, the Shadow Tower games, to the Souls series. Uh, so we are mm-hmm. continuing our um, origins chapter of this uh, of this show about the Souls games, right? Yeah, and we you know we couldn't just keep going to other media's and just kind of <laughs> oh what uh, what books did he like and what you know like we could have just kept doing that, but yeah. we like games. Yep, and uh, obviously this is going to have the kind of the most DNA because uh, the the you know the Ludo kind of part of it. Mm-hmm comes over you know borrows a lot from this yeah so we had the option to do any of the first uh three kingsfield games the first one probably would have been a little bit uh tricky uh but uh you know two and three uh or one and two as they're known here in a final fantasy four slash two scenario um you know they all tell a a story across three games but four um is kind of its own self-contained thing right Mm -hmm. and being on the ps2 it is the most friendly kind of uh ui and control and graphically and musically yeah of them, um, I have American Two, and I played American One a long time ago. So I'm kind of planning on doing a deep dive on the series mm-hmm. eventually. But the the amount that we will discuss the rest of the entries in the series is going to be kind of limited, yep. and it's mostly going to come up in the the fourth episode of the series. Right. So we'll kind of touch on them at the very least. Definitely. And uh, there, mm-hmm. there there have been a lot of people who've come out and uh, said like, "Hey, check out Shadow Tower." That's definitely a huge thing. Uh, never came out in America. And, um, you know, I'm a dumb dumb and don't know how to get the fan translation to work. So, <laughs> yeah, eventually I would like to I would eventually like to, yeah. to do that. It, it looks, looks it looks King, Kingsfield as hell. Yeah. And uh, and same thing with the, um, Eternal Ring. Like yeah. I'm going to. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to try that. That actually, I think, is a variation of this engine. OK. Um, for this. And it looks very it's like lighter. You know, it's not quite as oppressive, mm-hmm. but uh, it looks like it controls and has some of the same kind of thematic issues but i haven't uh, haven't played it yet so, yeah. so mm-hmm. as i kind of alluded to you know this came out in around like early 2002 like this time of year actually like march time um mm-hmm. and uh, it was published 
Uh, From had a lot of trouble up through Demon Souls finding publishers for their stuff over here. It was put out by ASCIIWare. By doing a sure. Google search on ASCIIWare, <laughs> it's yeah. not clothing that just has, you know, Unicode symbols on it. Um, it is, this is the company that most notably, according to Google, brought us the SNES Advantage joystick controller. Sweet. <laughs> yep. Yeah, helps you play Street Fighter. Helps you play <laughs> Kingsfield. Mm. ASCIIWare. The, uh, yeah, and that name. <laughs> Go with it. It's the future. Cut like, print. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, ask you where but yeah it's an oddity there's also a lot of weird things with the way that this was uh localized so in uh different countries so the pal version has totally different names for things like it was translated differently depending on the version Mm -hmm. so the north american version that we played um atlas used a lot of people from the uh uh like the message boards the kingfield community and named the characters after them yeah. Yeah. Yep. You, you and said, then you the, said Atlas. Uh, it should be Ascii-ware. Although I can, oh, okay. I can understand yeah, your but, aversion to saying Ascii-ware. I just that's I. That's, sorry about that. That's all right. No, no, it's cool. Um, but the um, in the PAL version, they use totally different names, and it, it actually changed the uh, the kind of the lore and make it make less sense. Hmm. Um, there's like entries on the the Game Facts message board of people who are from those original fan Kingsfield fan boards mm-hmm. explaining to our, our European brothers <laughs> what actually happens in the ancient city. Um, because it, they, you know, they can kind of conflux characters. Like they take two characters and kind of merge them, you know, which is really confusing. And like in the textual it's not like, references or they actually merge them and get rid of a couple. They, they get rid of um, the big thing is, and, and there's no real spoilers. Um, right that's going on uh, uh muya what's the name of the guy the uh, the yeah, ancient mew. hero yeah. yeah mew and then um the sword master are considered the same character weird yeah, yeah that's a pretty big difference to, and it's not like the story is that direct or easy to follow anyway or matters so just imagine it yeah. yeah yeah or matters and this it's and that's that's one of the things we'll talk about when we we kind of get into some generalities and, and differences and similarities, but yeah. yeah, it's just kind of a, it's, it's a weird oddity. And, yeah. uh, but we, we both really liked it. Yeah. I thought that it was, mm. um, I, th- I thought that it was weird that all the NPCs were named like Ryan Thompson, you yeah. know, like, like real whitey yeah. white, like not middle, you know, not, not middle ages sounding at all. And when I read that story, I thought, Oh, that's actually kind of cool and weird because they didn't tell any of those people that they were doing that. Yep. How fun would that be? <laughs> like to play it the reminds game me, and freak out. I mean, it's it's different because they obviously knew it, but it reminds me of when you play uh, Shadow Run Returns, since it was a Kickstarter game, and one of the Kickstarter rewards was to have a picture in the game. Like you end up getting a lot of missions and running into Shadow Runners that are just these ridiculous neckbeards, like <laughs> Fedora Lord, like neckbeards, which were huge in the, in the tabletop game. But it's like, why am I running into this character who's like this unsightly? <laughs> To, to, in a video game. To be fair, I feel like cyberpunk is a speculative fiction, which was invented primarily to make it so those people would have worth in a, a fan, fantastical society, right? The, the, if you, <laughs> it's true, but if you, there's a huge difference. Like it's it's so so jarring when you see somebody from the real world version of that than the future oh, yeah. speculative fiction version of it. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, oh. You know, I, I want to find like just a gallery of all the NPCs of that and look at them side by side and just oh. pick out the Kickstarter backward backers. Yeah, like use some kind of fuzzy tin eye search to find the actual reference photo from the dude's Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just him. And he's he's already he's wearing the gear and stuff. Like they're always wearing a leather hat and like have a katana on their shoulder. Ugh. And the, the, you know those weren't added by the the artist of the game. Mm-hmm. I think that that's just like oh I'm gonna pose for my Shadowrun picture. <laughs> 
<laughs> break out the old katana. <laughs> yep. I'll which, break out Bessie. Which one for my wakizashi should I grab? Yeah, exactly. Or is it a daimyo? I don't know. Daimyo something. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so rather than talk about, like, man in King's Field, you do this. Like, let's use um, Dark Souls and Demon Souls as a reference point and talk mm-hmm. about why they're similar and different. Yeah, and this will you know shed more light on why we're doing it. Yeah. Um, so a big thing, kind of a the central plot thrust of the ancient city shares a lot with the uh, the Souls games, and that it's kind of an accursed, sealed land, and there is a corrupting presence that has been sealed away. Yeah. Um, so in the uh, in in the ancient city, it is this uh, like land of, like the dark people, the dark ones, that were put away by um, the, uh, the the forest folk. At some point, yeah. and and uh, you know, but that's obviously has a parallel to a uh, Boletaria mm-hmm. or a uh, Lordran, you yeah, know, really specifically Ulysseal, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. There's tons of of you know, kind of a uh, Artorias of the Abyss parallels. Mm-hmm. When I first found the um and oh, and uh, uh, New Londo ruins, like yep. when you find the drowned city, yeah, I'm just like oh shit, okay, they <laughs> drowned the city to seal an evil. I gotcha. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. That's that's where you learn that. I learned it by looking yeah. at you, Dad. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Kingsfield <laughs> yeah. Four, Dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the, the the storytelling is pretty minimal and often um indirect um i feel i feel like like it's a little foggier trying to draw connections from where you find stuff like there's a lot of things that i totally missed because i either wasn't paying close close enough attention but like oh i found this sword on this dude and this is dude was totally the sword master bleh right yeah it, it it's and in general the storytelling is like there are they're telling in the same way where there are a lot of disconnected pieces. Mm-hmm. I feel like the connective tissue is weaker. Mm-hmm. And some of that could be the actual translation yeah. issues, you know, because it was so done so weirdly. And it could also be that they just didn't give as much a shit right. about it. But like as much as I, I think I like the story of Kingsfield 4, it is not, uh, you know, when talking about the Souls games, if I'm going to talk about them, the, the play is probably going to be the number one thing I'd recommend. And then I would talk about how awesomely it tells a story and how cool the story is. Mm-hmm. Um, for Kingsfield 4, I wouldn't necessarily laud it for that. It's yeah, similar, it's but you can see them right. kind of gaining, you know, expertise. Yeah. And, you know, just it's really just an excuse for skeletons, right? Yeah. And they're, they're skeleton-plenty. Yeah. Um, the, and one thing I just want to throw this out there, and I think this is true of you as well, but as a disclaimer, is that, uh, you know, we have a certain level of, uh, like authority on the Souls games. I'm not, you know, we're no Vadis Vidya, <laughs> I guess would be the proper plural for that. Yeah. We're no Vadis Vidya, but the, uh, we, you know, we, we, I think we know those games pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't make that claim for this game. Oh, I for played sure. through it once and I missed things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're relying, as always, relying on the audience to, let us know what we missed yeah definitely so you know just i'll say it up front usually we put it we put it at the end but uh that is duckfeed.tv slash contact if we're just flagrantly uh, flagrantly wrong about something or we're missing uh some kind of huge obvious connection please let us know uh because yeah. uh you know the best thing about doing the show is that our audience is really 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 smart <laughs> right yeah and you got you guys will know you know super fans of this game will know it like we are both you know dipping a toe so uh, and treat you know treat us as, we'll treat the show as such and you treat us as such yeah. you know as far as uh, what what we're gonna we're gonna bring to the table as far as expertise mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. so um, aside from the storytelling being minimal there's yeah, also there's this a, go ahead uh, yeah the um, there's a kind of a large interconnected world and uh, you can progress progress through it non linearly there are no set levels 
or anything like that. Yeah. Um, which is something that uh, more Dark Souls takes more than Demon Souls. Yeah. Um, which has its kind of finite stages. But this was something that really impressed me. Yeah. Um, with it. And if I played this when it came out, I would have been very impressed. Mm-hmm. Like uh, kind of the shortcut structure yeah. is similar. Like you will double back on yourself and find ways to get back to where you began. Mm-hmm. And the the whole world becomes easier to tra- traverse as you go. Yeah. And because the entire uh, you know structure of this city or land or whatever is around a tower, it has a little bit of that verticality that uh, mm-hmm. Dark Souls has that I just love so goddamn much. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I really appreciate that about this game. Yeah. You, you know what? It's almost kind of Metroid-y to a, to a, to a certain extent, specifically because of the, uh, um, the locked door structures. So as you find like the forest folk key or the earth folk key, you know, you have this backtracky, uh, nest to mm-hmm. it, which I never mm-hmm. got like as much of a Metroid, you know, note from dark souls as I got from this. Yeah. When I, when I first saw the, like, Oh, it's a, it's a priest key. I thought resident evil, but it doesn't really play that way. You know, Resident Evil doesn't really do it since it, you know, you're not going to spend that much back time backtracking. Metroid's a much better comparison. Yep. For that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and also, since we're talking about the exploration, this is a really slow game. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, In every game. sense of the word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you move really um, slow. You turn crazy slow. Excruciatingly slow. Yeah, like, amazing. Like, it, it's got to be put off more people off this game than anything. Yeah. The controls like, are how- no great shakes. Yeah, they. I mean, they do the job once you master them. Like, I felt good about it. Yeah, you just have to. But like, it took for me the like the big thing was getting comfortable with uh, with strafing. Yeah, yeah, and and you know you're playing it. It doesn't. There's not uh, you know dual uh, dual stick. Yeah, kind of look in the, in a traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you're using shoulder buttons, mm-hmm. and uh, which is the way I played Deus Ex on PS2. Um, <laughs> you know, so it took me a little while to get back into that. But it's also just you know your movement speed is so slow. Turning around will probably bring that up when it fucks us over you know the times that it has because it it is literally i think it's like a full 12 seconds to do a 360 (laughs) so one fifth of a minute yeah to do a 360 so it's it's just insane Mm -hmm. um and then the other thing is just there's a slow pacing to the play too so you're doing you know large spots of exploration where there aren't really enemies and then places that are more dense with a kind of action yeah, um, it has a really nice ebb and flow to it that reminds me a lot of the uh, the Souls games. It's a meander, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the combat is about managing stamina and distance, mm-hmm. the same way that uh, Dark Souls is, and uh, even kind of more so here. Like there's there's kind of a set way to take on almost every enemy in the game. There are a few of them that mess with the formula, but you know, it kind of doing an attack and backing away or getting to a, a blind spot mm-hmm. is going to serve you really, really well. Yep. Um, and then kind of to balance. And you can't, because uh, you have the stamina meter, so you cannot just spam anything, That's including magic. That's so long to learn. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, like why, why, am I, why are my shots bouncing off of this uh, potato bug, and why is it making a metal noise? Like, before yeah. I put two and two <laughs> this together. This club is making a to... metal noise on this potato bug. Neither of which things are metal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's just the game telling you to chill out a little bit, take it a little slower. <laughs> Physics and chemistry are timey wimey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but uh, uh, you have to get like there's definitely a like a it enforces that rhythm. It's so it's so so rhythmic as you wait for stuff to recharge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Every, and, and as you get uh, and it adds a factor like you have some some agency over that recharge meter based on you know how heavy your weapon is, mm-hmm. and uh, as you get stronger, it will go up quicker. And uh, that stuff's really fun too. Like a lot of the the fun, you know, kind of switching for different weapons to different uh, for different situations 
in this game and just kind of do I want to be able to attack faster or harder mm-hmm. is, is, is another souls thing yeah. that you're going to be doing. So, mm-hmm. um, And this one, equipment is far more important than levels, uh, just like mm-hmm. in uh, Dark Souls and Demon Souls. So you're going to gain so much more. Um, I, I would say like armor is really important in this as well. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. More important than it is in either of those, those other games right. and either of the Souls games, I think. Yeah, just because dodging is so not a thing. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and you can't block. Right. Like uh you know, since you can't actually put up a shield. So yeah, shields are pretty the, much uh, cosmetic. Yep. Yeah. Or they add to your armor. Oh, but that's that you know, they it's a passive passive increase. It's the mm-hmm. same thing as a helmet. Um so yeah, armor is huge. And the jumps you get are really big. Yeah. In in uh and, and that's true of weapons too. Um so and then I guess that's you know semi true of the Souls games, even though you can start out with a knight armor, which is you know perfectly like the Souls games. There's kind of no better armor here. There's a clear progression. Mm-hmm. You wear the heaviest thing that you can you can afford to wear, right? And uh, there's no reason ever not to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And kind of finally, there are actually direct references. So from software is kind of famous for doing this, and uh, you know just we'll we'll comment on these as we come to them. But you know the first NPC you meet is a crestfallen warrior you know which is just that they love crestfallen warriors and uh the moonlight sword this is the origin of that or the kingsfield games mm-hmm. um, which is in demon souls and dark souls and uh several other just kind of um you know direct one-to-one references yeah you know new law so. right mm-hmm. yep yeah <clears throat> yep snake man a snake man definitely i forgot i i kind of almost forgot yeah. about the widow <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so there's some differences. Uh, obviously, the first person pers- uh, perspective is a real big deal um, in this, and that kind of makes the game far more claustrophobic. Along with you know the environments are more claustrophobic in general. It's a lot of corridors in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and the, and there's some of the technical things that lend to this feeling that I actually yeah. end up really appreciating. So, mm-hmm. you know, the draw distance isn't huge. You're very rarely under an open sky mm-hmm. um, for the second half of the game, and then being you know in the first person. It's very immersive. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, it's, you, you feel like I felt the claustrophobia of the character a lot more than I ever have. And, you know, with a third person camera, <laughs> claustrophobia is just going to get you killed. Yeah. You know, like the, the places in Dark Souls that, you know, are really tight and, and kind of in, like it's, it's mm-hmm. much trickier. Yeah. Um, here doing it, it just it lends itself to that kind of bleak, you know, I'm actually in this and everything is pressing down on me feeling. Did you feel? This game evokes really well. Did you feel in this that you were better able to use your environment to your advantage? Because, like, I, I definitely found myself being able to maneuver in these tight corridors to get a, an advantage in combat, like to yeah. make them sink that attack into a corner so I could peek back out and land one of my own. I wouldn't say necessarily better, but I definitely had that sense. Yeah, of that. Mm-hmm. So it's so different, though, when you're not uh, because you're thinking of it tactically rather than like reflex based. Mm-hmm. You know, having no ability to dodge really means that uh and i don't you know i don't think that consider that to be you know an overall strength of the game necessarily like <laughs> right. i would have liked to have been able to move out of the way especially for some of the bosses that can seriously go fuck their own dicks like <laughs> there's some, there some dicks like with the like a, with the urethral sound yeah <laughs> yeah exactly with that's shaped like a tiny penis um <laughs> yeah i'm sure they make those don't oh, don't search yeah. that i bet you that's true that's... um but the uh you know, it, so it was a tactical kind, as opposed to Dark Souls, which is very reflex based. Especially mm-hmm. once you start, you know, you do some no shield runs, 
Yeah. Um, it is very much just kind of a reaction time. Reaction time is like kind of not a factor no. in this game. Like compared to Souls, you know, it feels, it's like turn based almost. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it, this is like the this is the midpoint between Dark Souls and Masters of Orion two, <laughs> and, and Wizardry, like, is, and Wizardry. Yeah, it's Kingsfield. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, straddling um, the fence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, there are save points instead of auto saving, and uh, you know, so this obviously has a huge impact. Yeah. Um, you know, you can try something as many times as you want without losing progress. Mm-hmm. Um, enemies don't respawn. I was really surprised for some reason after yeah. I saved when enemies didn't respond. <laughs> Me too. I'm just I like, oh. like, well, why, why, why would they? Right? Yeah, exactly. Like that's not how video games work, but I was just expecting it. Mm-hmm. They don't. Um, so that, that changes the way that you uh, approach challenges. Yeah. You know, again, in both ways, like it's nice to be able to try something over and over without risk. You miss the uh, the Dark Souls. Like, I've lost all my souls, and I've lost my blood stain. Let's just do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. You know, feeling like the loot, you know, you have nothing to lose feeling in Dark Souls. I really like. Yeah. And that doesn't, uh, you know, it's not as special here. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I am embarrassed to say how how much in the early going I just didn't save and lost a lot of mm-hmm. progress. <laughs> yeah, because, because you're not used to it. Like, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, I did my best to try to get into that into that habit and uh but i also found that when that happened to me the knowledge compressing space of dark souls oh, kicked yeah. in yeah. so like making up my progress was so much faster mm-hmm. than going through it the first time yeah um and finally you know people who know the game systems better than i do could disagree with this but there's very little in the way of builds and that kind of has to do with the levels being more important than armor so you have two stats that generally go up when you play just uh, kind of any final fantasy 2-esque fashion um which is you know your your physical attack and your magical attack and you get a little bit of advantage you know that rewards the way that you play but like in general there is not an awful lot of equipment that does different stuff it's either are you using your wrist slot for the clarity bracelet or are you not yeah Um, or yeah yeah. You're dumb, or you're trying to get into the Wither Palace. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, so the, 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 there are different weapons, and the and you know which which combat speed you're working with, and that's similar to like, okay, what kind of weapon am I? Am I you know, do I like the Zweihander or the Claymore because I like the move set better? Um, mm-hmm. You know, to a certain extent, like you're making those choices, but like that doesn't have too huge of an impact on the way that you play as compared to like I'm doing a Dex Faith build versus a No Shield Strength run yeah right. it, it's and it also has to do with the fact that every time you level up you're not making a choice yeah so you're you know you're not uh and that's that's i am usually not in favor of that mm-hmm. um in general terms so yeah exactly like i just i i'm gonna equip the strongest thing i have mm-hmm. because why wouldn't i at any given time yeah like it's it's your progress you know what little control you have over your character is is uh contained entirely by how much exploration you're willing to do so the the equivalent of building a character in this game is just being very diligent about finding hidden shit. Mm-hmm. So you have kind of more options, but uh, it's not to, nearly to the same degree. It is, here's another difference. This game hides its shit so well. Like yeah. until you get Muse Amulet, <laughs> you're, you're just kind of like walking around the edges of every room pressing the X button. Yeah, there are doom the door opens. or Wolf, Wolfenstein yeah. hidden walls. <laughs> yeah, you just hump the wall until it bears its treasure to you. Yeah. Yeah, and some things can be hidden in plain sight too. There are several like just swords lying in the ground, in a yeah. patch of ground that looked like a regular <laughs> patch of ground. That were difficult, and that could be my color blindness yeah. coming in. But yeah, things are, are super hidden. Yeah, yeah. 
and maybe a bigger difference too. This game was not received well at all. Whereas, yeah, like, people it, don't like this game. <laughs> no, they don't. Any of them, really. I think that I think that like to a certain extent, they're a little bit vindicated by history because of the Souls series, and people are like rediscovering them. Maybe, mm-hmm. but there are like a bunch of people who were there all along who really liked them. Otherwise, there wouldn't have been four of them. But uh, but like right. you know, it's got like a fifty six percent on game rankings, right? Which is dismal. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's really low. It's um, and you know, it, it's a cult series, which yeah. is like the, the Souls games. You know, Demon Souls could have been a cult mm-hmm. game, like a, a pretty successful one. But if Dark Souls hadn't come out, Demon Souls might have just been obscure, right. you know, and, and not uh, not kind of had. But now, you know, Dark Souls is a huge hit. The hype and marketing machine for Dark Souls Two is just through the roof, and now it's really finding success. So it could have been like this. You mm-hmm. know, um, this is a, you know, this is it's probably not as good a game. As either those the two true. games or is it successful, yeah. but uh, I don't think it deserves the negative reputation it has. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. cool. So uh, we're breaking this game up into four episodes, as we kind of alluded to at the beginning. Uh, this first one is going to be about uh, the kind of the run up to the central tower, uh, which leads into the, the the level structure of the game. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is the cursed lands, as it's referred to in the journal. Yes. Yeah. And then you got the the impression that it was officially known as this, which is, uh, you know, seems like a marketing <laughs> mistake. Um, some of the naming conventions of these places are, are pretty goofy. Yeah. And in, in general, yeah, it's just not very tight nope. as, as far as that stuff goes. Like things don't, you know, even I know what they're trying to do where it's like this is not going to be a specific thing, but we just want to capture your imagination mm-hmm. with a suggestion. But instead of things sounding like intriguing and cool, oftentimes they just sound dumb. Yeah. You know, in this game, and it's just like, okay, that seems silly. And that discourages you from wanting to do the kind of lore hunting and story picking that we usually want to do. Mm-hmm. Even though there's some stuff there, but like, you know, just concentrating on atmosphere and play was much more satisfying because of, you know, those little touches yeah. like they didn't have. Yeah, if you take a softer focus to it, it's much more satisfying. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what the, the idea is that you're just kind of supposed to relax your mind. The cursed land lies deep in a dense, colorless forest. Hidden within this land is an ancient city, once known to the forest folk as the Holy Land. Buried in the depths of the city, a warning was discovered long after the rulers have fallen. Grave misfortune will befall those who behold the idol that stares into the darkness. The idol, taken from the ancient land, led the kingdom down a path of destruction. The idol must be returned. Under a dark and cloudy sky, the Swordmaster led his men to the ancient land. The cursed land swallowed the soldiers, and all that remained was dark silence. You know, so so they kind of saying in motion what well, our agency, the king of Heladin, is given this uh, idol, this cursed idol, as a gesture of peace, and uh, you know he he loves it, and you know it seems like oh great, you know I love idols, really hey, free the, idol, really Why ties not? the throne room together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, listen, I'm not going to turn down a free idol. Yeah. Like, and, and that's true. I just want to say that I'm not speaking about the game at this point. Like, if anybody has an idol, cursed or otherwise, that you'd like to mail me, <laughs> what, um, feel what free. If, what about a Billy idol? I'll take it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm tired of dancing with myself. Yeah. Um, it's the original cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> that album cover. Um, 
But uh, you know, so as soon as he gets the idol, the kingdom starts falling to ruin, and uh, his his sages say, "You know what? It, the idol is actually the idol of sorrow, you idiot." <laughs> there's a um, there's, there's a pretty tight correlation here between when you got that thing and when stuff started going to shit. Yep. 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 Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, he he assembles this um, expedition with his, his swordmaster Septigo or Septigo, Septigo, Septiego, Septiego, um, his swordmaster to return the idol back to its home. Yep, but so just to give it back, just you know, just to just to take the monkey's <laughs> paw back. But as monkey yep. paws are wont to do, um, they, they don't like to be destroyed, right? So sometime later, a neighboring kingdom, um, Azalin, which none of this shows up in the game. Like, I don't know why it matters. No, well, some of it's in the intro that we're like the super weird deep voiced. Yeah. Narrator yeah. too. <laughs> I'm so glad that they like opted for the, for the, for the lady voice in uh, Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, a mysterious wanderer comes back and says, yo, these other guys, they totally didn't do this. So uh, you, Prince Devian um, or Devian. Um, Devian Art. Yeah. Uh, that's his name. <laughs> Art Devian is your is your character's name. Um, uh, you have to uh, uh, go and uh, succeed where this legendary swordmaster failed. Also, the swordmaster is your buddy, and there's it's implied you want to figure out what happened to him, right? Which totally is like just the like that's a detail that came later. Oh yeah, like, there's no. They were just like, why is the prince? Why is he going to go? Yeah, that's like a world like, of oh, power. Oh, yeah, strangers giving me an idol? No. <laughs> Like I'm a, I'm a prince, you idiot. Like, but you know, oh well, let's just make him friends with the other guy. Like, he need let's stack motivations on top of each other. Like, when yeah. whenever you in a story, when you see somebody have two minor motivations to do a thing, mm-hmm. that like strikes me as a rewrite. Oh yeah, no, kind it, of thing. Like, it's, the, it's, it's the world's weird. of power version. It's uh, you know, Septiego and Artadevian in their hotel room <laughs> eating pizza, <laughs> and then ninjas come and <laughs> kidnap Septiego and take him to the yeah. cursed land. And like, I gotta settle this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so that's the plot, and that leads to you going through this big ass uh, gate and into the cursed land, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the uh, you've got this journal with you that when you go to new areas, you'll get kind of new entries on it, but they're not like necessarily like they're not like the use of them is weird, right? Like I I referenced it because I was hungry for words about the game. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're useful, but they're not useful in like a they're going to help you solve puzzles sense generally or that they're well written or evocative. There's very you know? little flavor to it. It, it. it reads more like a D&D like the you know, here's here's maybe this kind of culture's ruins you can get at. Yeah. Description. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way that I, you know, interpreted it. Which um, in a way it's like, OK, it's a journal like it's a guy writing to himself. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is just how the prince writes like. That's not necessarily a bad idea, but it's strange from a player perspective. Yeah, he was educated in Boletaria, so he's overly academic. Yeah, exactly, and that's why. And that's why you're level one, and you, you know, you yeah. can't even fall down a well without or, or latria. Yeah. yeah, or walking on certain kinds of ground without dying, you idiot. God, so. like okay, so that <laughs> that has to be like just them just being fuckers, right? Yeah, because you walk yeah, down this like craggy, you know, canyon wall. You think, oh, that has to be gravel, right? And there's no, there's no reason to avoid gravel. Not glowing. <laughs> yep, that, that patch of ground isn't glowing. No, I'm gonna step on it. <laughs> I'm gonna step. Oh, I'm dead. Fuck. I'm yep. dead as fuck. <laughs> yep, yep. And, and the fact that it never comes up again, like they're not teaching you anything no, other than not. that, like, you know, that things like this can happen. <laughs> 
yeah, it's just a straight dick punch, is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and, and the key, and, there, and there's not tons of them even. Like, no, no. I want to say it's setting the tone for the game, but there's, you know, this game is pretty fair. Exactly. Like it, it's a little bit like the what is it the the pit in the beginning of Boletaria? Oh the yeah, trap. Yeah. You know, soul pit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though that there, there's less reason to jump in a pit than there is to step on <laughs> a, a slightly different patch of gravel, but yeah. the. Uh, you know, it's almost, and then like, they don't really do things like that afterwards. No, and, so unless the lesson that it's trying to teach you is pay attention, but that seems like yeah. a really harsh punishment. Unless they really wanted to be like, you know, I'm going to hold your hand on the stove so you learn to avoid hot things. <laughs> like, but you don't know that it's hot. Like it'd right. be like, yeah. you know, I'm going to hold your hand on this like incredibly hot desk <laughs> so you know to avoid hot things. Okay. You know, I'm going to hold your hand on this incredibly hot shoe, and I'm going to make you press this note on the piano that resolves the melody that I just played. You know, now mm-hmm. you will know never to play the piano because any given or, key could be wired to dynamite. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, just, it, it's it's teaching you a lesson. You know, the, the setup and the, the, the lesson does not match. Uh, the, <laughs> and the, the that's answer, why so. you always leave a note. Exactly. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and there is, if there was a note system, then mm-hmm. that would be full of, you know, <laughs> try taking a step forward yep. slash, you know. Uh, I need the opposite help. of that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it's and luckily it doesn't happen all the time. Like if this was just full of just traps you couldn't uh, see in advance, I would be. I would like the game a lot less. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing it could be communicating is just like this is a hostile world. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll, I'll give it that. And since it's so close to the beginning of the game, you lose almost nothing for dying here. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Yeah. Although but, I, I forget. I think I hadn't saved at this point yet, and so mm-hmm. I might have had to sit through the opening. <laughs> Uh, cinematic again i, I don't think you can skip it you can okay yeah huh. yeah i, I yeah because i did the same thing okay so uh yeah yeah so there are kind of two two ways you can go here off to the left there is uh the the city ruins um which has the the crestfallen guy um I, what, what are we going to call him so there's the crestfallen warrior crestfallen uh merchant is this the the, the, the crestfallen deserter maybe yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's the sense you get from him. Yeah, um, and you're following it because you think you're going to a shop owned by David Bunch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, or by yeah, the so at David first Bunch. I thought he was he was David Bunch. Hmm? Yeah, or by the David Bunch, which is yeah. <laughs> the weirdest gang name. Hello, these are the Daves I know. I know. Um, <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you you go left, you go down some stairs, and there's a, a crestfallen guy who's part of the expedition, mm-hmm. and uh, he gives you your first weapon because you're not, you know, when you're going into the ancient city of disaster or ruin, like yeah. you're not going to bring anything. You're gonna, in fact, you're going to go naked because the prince is real weird and he can do whatever he wants. Yes, he can. Like, you're you're, you're going to go not only naked but also with no corporeal body, according to the menu. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big floating like ghost soul. Yep. Uh, yeah. You're in soul form. Oh wow, that might actually be like a weird little interface cue. That, that would be amazing. I, I, if there's any one other thing to support it, I guess you do hear voices, disembodied voices, from time to time. That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. So you get your club. You're you're you start out as a depraved, yeah, essentially. Exactly. At least the depraved had a plank. That's true, and and a loincloth. Yeah. So and a body. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're in here, and this club is is a real piece of shit. But uh, yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're, in, in general terms, like the the game is difficult, but it's only really difficult for the first couple hours. Mm-hmm. Like once you get you know some decent weapons, it really like when it rains, it pours. Like you, once you start getting the elemental weapons, I think yeah, um, you're kind of you know oh I'm spoiled for choice. I'm constantly finding new weapons that mm-hmm. are slightly better than my old one. Yeah. And same thing with armor. Um, but initially, you're really scrapping for 
anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man. So so it does have that uh, Demon Souls, Dark Souls compression to the point where, like, you know, it feels super long to cover the amount of ground that we're going to cover in this first episode. But then you realize, oh, I spent 16 hours in the Undead Burg. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yep, yep. And it's actually, you can just, you know, once you know the actual path, you can get through mm-hmm. it super quickly. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned in an old episode and it showed up in the extra episode. Um, but yeah, like you asked if uh, before we realized how small the world or before I realized how small the world was, if I was mapping it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, I wasn't doing that, but I was prepared to. Yeah. And uh, you don't, you really don't need to. No, no. Um, it's a much smaller world than initially it lets on. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, that first person thing really, really threw me off though. Yeah. I mm-hmm. was in kind of this, yeah. Uh, Wizardry it's easy to get mode. turned around. Yeah. Exactly. I found I where it bothered me was when I wanted to. Uh, oh, I need arrows. There's one guy who sells them. Like, how do I get back to the, the merchant who sells arrows? Yeah, that's where it bothered me. And, and um, but it just kind of for making progress, I was okay. Yeah, it doesn't give you enough reason to tread that path. You know, to where yeah. you learn it instinctually, right? Yep, and there weren't, you know, that's where the shortcuts should lean back, lead back to, right. is immediately lead back to merchants. Mm-hmm. And and it took me, you know, kind of embarrassingly long amount of time to understand the teleporting system. Yeah, me too. In the game, even though it's not hard. And now that I get it, I get it, but mm-hmm. it took a little while. Yeah. Um, so just past the soldier, there's um, kind of this area that you get the idea is this was kind of a base camp for the expedition. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, you know, their flag is here. They have a chest here that you can't open just yet. And it's been overtaken by ravenous plants. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you seek shelter inside the structure, which you're naturally going to do, you're going to run into your first save point, which for some reason is a Cthulhu. <laughs> and I have no idea why that is. Because Cthulhu. Yeah, because If, because if the internet has, thought, has taught us anything, if you take something that is mediocre and add Cthulhu to it, lol, just like yeah, with bacon. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a lol bacon monkey ninja, yeah. you know, keep calm and Cthulhu <sighs> kind of experience saving your game in this. To Kingsfield for, yep. um, but yeah, so they, you know that saves your game. I guess uh, in the old Kingsfield, it took minutes to save your game. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, and and this one, uh, you know, is much speedier. So mm-hmm. when I've looked at watch people play this online, and everything, everyone's like, I wonder how long it's going to take to save my game this time. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's relatively breezy. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but this is kind of just your combat and exploration tutorial mm-hmm. safe zone kind of thing these plants don't do a whole lot of damage you can take them out relatively quickly um mm-hmm. and uh like it has just enough like texture to the exploration here like when you're walking up on the walls like you have the secret path over to one of the leather pieces of armor um and like the, the wall collapses so you recognize mm-hmm. that uh, there's a little bit of dyna- dynamism to this uh, to this environment yep and where it collapses there is a hidden item on top of a, a ruined structure Yep. It's showing you that. Like, it's kind of showing you, like, the kind of things you can expect. It's a pretty cool tutorial zone, actually. Yeah. Without any kind of demarcation that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it also yeah. has the well. Except for the well, which, yeah, is just a, you know, a, a new prep. Even though it does have that, like, I wonder if I can go down there. Mm-hmm. And then when you can, it's pretty neat. Yeah. You know? Um, you just can't do it for a long time. And I thought, like, oh, am I going to get boots of floating? Am I going to be able to fly? Mm-hmm. Nope. You just have to get strong enough to, you just have to, to suck to it out. Raise the denominator on your HP level. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and, and also noteworthy, the, the plant creatures drop healing herbs. Oh, yeah. So that's that's hugely helpful. Like if you're grinding here, because mm-hmm. you know, eventually enemies do respawn. It just it takes, takes time. And I don't know the, the actual, you know, it's the like logic a, behind it. It might be a Minecraft thing where you have to get a far enough distance away. Yeah. 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 But they don't all respawn usually. Like a couple of them will respawn. Yeah. So I don't know what uh, what actually the logic is, but um, you can head over to a ruined bridge 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's an NPC there who is trapped on on that side of the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who's not particularly informative. But really, you're going to go downstairs in a David Bunch's shop with super kicking jaunty music. Yeah. Um, and just I throw out there how much I love the music in this game. It's so good. It's like, great. I love the like, I love the moodier tracks in uh, in, in, in Dark Souls and Demon Souls, but it's mostly bereft of music aside from Fethos Luzak. Yep. Yeah, but this is like just these weird PSX era almost. Well, um, super super cool instrument palette, like mm-hmm. these weird mix of, of super fakey sounding synths and and or the, you know they're not meant to sound like an instrument, and then super fakey sounding like harpsichords. Yeah. And uh, and and drums like there will be you know actual like snare drums and and kind of rock drum hits and everything every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The triplets, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that sounds really. That's really cool. Yeah, and uh, it's got like that weird bongo kind of beat to it, or it's like mm-hmm. you know, riding the toms a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. It's it's great. Like it, it might be like I mean I like the music in the other Souls games. Like this might be out of the three that you know it's not a Souls game, but <laughs> I might like the music in this game more. Yeah, than those. Yeah, um, I could I could totally understand that just because yeah. it is it is quirky. Um, yeah, and it has more I think personality maybe. Like yep. where, where, Which I whereas thought the, Souls the, is pretty close to the Hans Zimmer singularity, if you think about it. Well, I thought the Demon Souls music had more personality than the Dark Souls music. Yep. Like they're kind of moving away from, mm-hmm. they're kind of going to epic Viking choir yep. from just kind of weird offbeat stuff. And when you have kind of an offbeat, slightly wrong world, like you can, mm-hmm. you know, just doing these kind of weird instrument palettes really lends that effect. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. really like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weird thing about the shops in this game, you should not buy things at them. Aside from you know consumables <laughs> that you you know can afford to can, can afford to get, you'll be very tempted to buy like a short sword or something here. But pretty much mm-hmm. anything you could buy at a vendor, you're going to find maybe within 20 minutes of finding that vendor. With with yeah, with only a few exceptions. So yeah. like magic crystals, you should buy mm-hmm. when you see them. Which is Wands, rare. like there's like one merchant who yep. sells a wand. Yeah, yeah, you should buy buy unique things, and you should definitely buy consumables. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, you are totally right. Yeah, like uh, yeah, you will find better armor. It takes like five hours of clocked play for money to not become an issue. Here yeah. you're kind of scrapping for every for every little bit you get. But uh, but yeah, consumables essentially are. for yeah healing herbs, yeah. which are not limited, which is great. And you you pause the game when you use them. Mm-hmm. So it's another big souls difference is that you're at any time you're able to heal up to full. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, there's some stuff you can do. <laughs> no, there is no things you can, there are no things you can do behind uh, behind David Bunch's shop. Uh, water is not something you can navigate. Um, when, yeah, when well, it, yeah, you can go down there. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll you just can't drown. come back up. You can't come back up. The yeah. um, well, there's a stairway on the left um, that you can go down to. If you fall in, though, it's it's hard to see, and you drown yeah. really quickly at this level. Um, but I just didn't want to get attacked by anything mm-hmm. because water is scary. Um, so I was like, oh, I bet you I come back here later, and, uh, and exit. And then he's boarded up the back of his shop yep. because he built it uh, next to the catacombs. Yeah, essentially. Exactly. So, and he figures a couple planks will keep out the skeleton hordes. 
yeah, what a, what a fucking weirdo he is. Yeah. Um, and it works though. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the really conspicuous chest surrounded by barrels. Yep. I'm um, just showing you, like, you'll eventually be able to smash barrels. Mm-hmm. But, right, <laughs> but right now, it's, uh, you know, whatever pseudo-wudo from Pokemon is made of. It, is, yeah. it looks like it's wood, but it's metal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but, uh, you know, you just have to get a weapon that can do enough damage. You don't have access to that yet, and you won't until after the mines, which uh, are on mm-hmm. the on the other side of the, uh, of the of the ruins, right? Yeah, the healing temple. Yeah. Which, um, so you head the other way if you don't go down to David Bunch's shop, which I went to David Bunch first just because there was a sign yeah, that yeah. guided me. Like, that was the only thing, and that's a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. Um, you go down there, you fight these pill bugs, these potato bugs, that you'll show up, they'll show up in different uh, elemental varieties mm-hmm. throughout the game. Um, and they're pretty cute. Um, <laughs> yeah. They look like the uh, the fire bugs from uh, the Stonefang Tunnels. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Have you seen, just real quick, did you see that plush uh, giant isopod that's been... Making the rounds? Uh, no, giant isopods really kind of freak me out. They, as, yes, they do. And as well, they should. <laughs> um, but in Japan, they made a hyper-realistic plush one. Oh, God. And it's not realistic. Like, the coloring isn't. It's it's all white. Um, but oh, okay. it is very so detailed. Like, so it's like some kind of albino, fleshy giant isopod. <laughs> yep, yeah. Like a cave, a cave isopod. And it is, uh, it's super detailed, though. Like, every pocket of its skin is represented in plush. Oh, God. And they're, they're real creepy. Yeah. So... So if you mm. want to ruin a child. <laughs> yeah. That's what my friend Zach put it on my Facebook wall. And that's what he said. Like, imagine having this as a child. Or I think the, the actual thing he just said, like, gah, exclamation <laughs> point, And then said that in the comments. Gah. Gah. Yeah. No. Yeah. These things kind of freaked me out. Potato bugs. I don't know. Yeah. Well, these ones are kind of cute. Like, I still want a plush fire bug from Stonefang or one of these. I'd take it. Yeah. A plush fire mm-hmm. that you can fill with uh, firecrackers. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, or set on yeah. fire. Anyway, I want to destroy my toys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, off to the left, there's a little like side area where you get the short sword. And this is where combat started making sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> like for some reason, having a club and having it not be effective against these pill bug things, which are twice my size, or at least the size of smart cars. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, like made sense that like, Oh, it was going to bounce off of it. But then I correlated weapon performance with stamina. I was like, okay, cool. This makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. The amount of damage you do is tied to how full, how full your stamina bar is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And can the short, the short sword can't uh, break barrels yet. Right. No, no. Okay. Um, so this temple has a big empty fountain in front of it, which is semi important. Um, and there is a thief up inside, which is, he's kind of weird. He's kind of hanging out there. And uh, there's uh, spiders and you know, in this first area, and then you're also going to run into skeletons. Yeah, behind a secret door, which is sweet. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, and secret doors are the order of the day. As we said, you know, you spend a lot of time humping the walls, mm-hmm. um, which you should just kind of make it a, a practice to do because yep. that's where oftentimes the best weapons are hidden. Yeah. yeah. So. Also checking for bugs when you enter a new room just to be sure. Yeah. By which I mean pill bugs. Um, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that thief's name is Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna say all these names in a white guy voice. So they're 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 probably white guys. Yep. Like, uh, let's just I, be fair. I don't mean to be normative, but they were on a Yahoo group in the early 2000s about Kingsfield. Yeah, so. like, eh, it's probably not the most diverse. 
probably, you know, group in the world. Yeah. So, so, but anyway, um, <laughs> off of this area, there's also a small cabin with kind of your first side quest slash main quest. It's really important because it unlocks. Okay. It is a main quest because it gives you the ability to progress past the webs. But uh, there's, yeah. a, there's a young girl named Lynn uh, who is there bored talking about her terminally ill mom, Cheryl, and saying that they are here to get uh, Life Rock, right? Yes, which is um, – so there's a fountain of life in the area. Um, that's a dried up fountain in the beginning of the, uh, the front of the temple. Mm-hmm. And there's this rock that healing waters have flowed over so long that it has the power to cure diseases. Mm-hmm. And uh, her mom is upset and sick and dying, so you yeah. have to go get this Life Rock. Her husband um, has is, gone into the husband. mines after it. Oh, yeah, yeah yep. Indeed. And uh, so, yeah, so you have to go get the life rock, which is in the mines, which is the first kind of big uh, dungeon yeah. you have. Um, and it's hard. Like yeah. there's a sign outside that says, you know, po- caution, poison. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, shit. They're serious. And poison is serious business in this game, mm-hmm. at least initially. Yeah. Um, no, you yeah. have so little HP and the screen flashes in multi, uh, and, you know, multicolors. Um, and sometimes it's hard to notice a slime until you've already walked over it and it's attacking. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah, have which a very I, I really limit. liked. Like oh, that, that yeah. would be a defense mechanism of the creature. Yep. Like I thought that was really badass. Yeah. If you did, if you did not have like a defined mass and like volume, yeah, you would totally do that. Right. Yep. But, yep, yeah. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, uh-huh. like it, getting poisoned will seriously fuck your shit. There's a little area behind the cabin with, uh, with the family where you can get some antidotes, but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's like for me, it wasn't nearly enough. <laughs> yeah. I, I ended up, you know, buying a lot of them Yeah, for this section. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, so you're heading or go ahead. And right inside the mine too, there's a little, uh, there's a little like life water fountain. <laughs> there's a little vitamin mm-hmm. water fountain. <laughs> uh, but it's but it's limited yeah. really it's just soda you should you shouldn't think that you know vitamin water is going to heal you no it's, it's essentially just no, no sugar we're, we're sugar. not making a medical claim by calling it vitamin water <laughs> says 50 cent and coke <laughs> yeah. um yeah so that'll heal you and it's it's the only it's the healing thing you're going to have your renewable healing re- resource for yeah. quite a while it's not renewable it goes away after a certain number of uses how many? Like I never got to the end of it. I thought it was. You know, I think I just suck at video games. I think it's like it, it was. It was enough that I hadn't gotten through the mines by the time it happened. Is it three or thirty? Like uh, the ballpark. Pro- like? Probably closer to like fifteen. Like I would okay. say somewhere between between ten and twenty. Okay. And I was, I was I, being I, overly I, cautious too. So I, I probably used it like five or six times. Yeah. Um, but didn't end up. Yeah, it didn't run dry for me. But that's interesting. Mm-hmm. They would do that because I was expecting to have my life uh, healed, my save too. Oh yeah, and that never happened. Nope. So, nope. 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 Yeah, it is possible to save yourself into into oblivion in this game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, old game rules apply multiple saves. Yep. Mm-hmm. For sure. Also, this is your introduction to flying enemies. Bats can go straight to hell. I don't care what Meatloaf like, says. <laughs> yeah, bat, <laughs> bat, bats are hard to kill. Everything that flies is hard to kill, though. Mm-hmm. Those fucking wasps. Mm-hmm. Later on, like, you know, eventually, like, I could, okay, this thing will never hit me, but God, I can't really hit it. <laughs> um, you know, I'm like, I have these things defensively figured out, but get, get my fucking, you know, range of, of view. Yeah. Um, yeah, bats suck. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. also, when you get down towards the bottom, there's, uh, there's the corpse mushroom, which is super creepy. I can only assume yeah. that that's, uh, that that is, uh, the, the, the deceased husband. Yeah. Yep. Which I really like. Yeah. That, that's badass. Um, and then everybody meets a, another Dark Souls thing. We didn't really reference it, but everybody has a sad ending oh, yeah. in this game. Nobody works out well. We have to talk about something, though, that's kind of elemental to the gameplay, and the bats reminded me of it. When you get hit, it scrambles your controls for a second. 
Does it? Kind of like you well, you lose control. Yeah. Like okay, it doesn't necessarily yeah, scramble yeah. it, but you your controls become unresponsive. Like they get not necessarily scrambled, but you I you would go in I would be f- walking forward and a bat would hit me and I would go to the left. And it becomes a oh. bigger deal, like some kind of uh bridge areas and stairs later. Mm-hmm. Um but I've fallen off of ledges because I've gotten hit and then been unable to control myself. That sounds um, weirdly Castlevania esque. Yeah. 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 For sure. Like you, you lose control. That is the penalty to being hit by anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no poise, obviously, right. or anything like that. Like you're never going to you know, make your way through something like that. So yeah. it, uh, it makes combat really strange. Like it is not too easy for something to corner you and just kind of slam jam your health. But it, uh, it's possible to end up in that kind of situation. Right. Uh, especially like later I was trying to get past this uh, flaming turret thing. And uh, I just couldn't do it because it would lock my controls. Yeah. Um, getting hit by it. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for as, for as intentional as the game is, having a, dire- a disruption to that is uh, you know a real problem, right? Yeah, yeah, indeed. Speaking of people without happy ends, you meet this little miner uh, who was down there <laughs> mining for life stones, trying to work off a debt, which yeah. is real sad. Yep, and then <laughs> just dies. Yep, you just come back yeah. to him, and there's a blood stain, and his pickaxe is there. Yeah, I think there's also some you. upgrade material. No, I, I forget where you find the pickaxe. It's like oh it's yeah, like you up can't in the pick tunnels. that one up. It's yeah. on a shelf down by the zombies. Oh, yeah, like behind all these signs. Like, uh, you know, we're not going to go into it step by step, but uh, they're really sign happy in this mine. Yeah. Oh, and there are zombies. And, like, yeah. this is your first real humanoid enemy that also barfs. Uh, a pro tip, just like the ones from Fantasy Star 1, a uh, pro <laughs> tip for these zombies is that they will give you more gold than anything in the game. And they're not that hard. Like, if you wanted to farm for money, mm-hmm. this would be where to do it. Huh. So they, they give you something like 80 gold, which won't be matched for a long time. Wow. I guess I never I never really noticed the pattern on that. Mm-hmm. Huh. But yeah, um, you're working your way around here. I had this really awesome death uh, to a gigantic swarm of bats in one of the, like, a dead-end cavern after I got the pickaxe. Um, so mm-hmm. I've got all of my video from the from the play session recorded, actually, and I'm slowly compiling it into uh, some kind of like death compilation. <laughs> they taper off like roughly after this episode, but uh, yeah, but uh, like yeah. you know, still it would be funny to just see us <laughs> to see somebody die to a bunch of bats, and <laughs> though like mm-hmm. before I realized that before I realized I'm fucked, like and, yeah. <laughs> and you know by watching I'm fucked. It's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, I look forward to seeing that. Yeah. Uh, we'll put that up on the, the site. Mm-hmm. For sure. You get the Rock of Life uh, from here and you make your way out. Um, you get the Fire Crystal, which is your first magic. Yeah. Uh, I think theoretically you could have got the Wind Crystal if you just farmed forever, but you're not <laughs> awful, so you don't do that. Yeah. And, like, magic isn't really usable without the uh, without the Ring of Clarity or the Wristband of Clarity, the Bangle of Clarity. Yeah, the Bracelet yeah, of yeah. Clarity. You get that soon, though. I remember getting that surprisingly early. You really only have still to get te- the pickaxe to get it. Yeah, because it was still tempting to sell it to uh, to David Bunch. Well, because you get like 30,000 gold. 75,000 okay. gold. But uh, I'm really glad I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, But it, you would be forgiven for doing it because it doesn't clearly explain what it does in any capacity. Like the item description for it doesn't – it says like – adds to magic at the cost of mysticism or like it, it mm-hmm. takes one thing that means the other thing and uses them both in a sentence. Yeah. Um, and what it means is that it will lower your magic stat. Mm-hmm. Like I think if you're wearing it when you level up or you use a magic crystal that increases your magic stat, it won't have as high an effect. Right. But it quadruples your MP. Which makes it so you can ever cast spells. 
So you can cast spells with kind of with impunity. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of enemies I ended up cheesing mm-hmm. in this game because I, I could do magic. And uh, I wouldn't have made it without the Bracelet of Clarity. Like, there are people who do the same way with the Souls games. People mm-hmm. do crazy challenge runs of this. Yeah. I guess a fist-only run is surprisingly viable. Really? Because once it starts leveling up, it does a lot of damage. Oh, yeah. Because, like, and, your, uh, your your weapons level up just like your spells do. And, like, yeah. if, if you're using your fist, you're using it for the full game. So you level it up yep. to, like, a real, yeah. I could yeah, see that. and and yeah, so the, I, I guess that's a, a pretty good way to to play. But the um, you know, so people do weird challenge runs, including not doing the clarity bracelet. But it's kind of the equivalent of the the cling ring or the ring of favor and protection. It's kind of like a, a noob weapon that's included early in the game mm-hmm. that you couldn't be blamed for for using for the whole thing, especially in your first time. Right. So. Yeah, and uh, you know we already explained you know magic. All of these crystals that you find will give you a spell. There are different elements that you can use, and uh, the the spells kind of progress up. You have support spells and attack spells, um, and uh, like attack spells get little knock on effects with them. So as you use them, um, mm-hmm. and as so do support spells. So like Earth Heal, which is the most useful spell in the game, um, at its max level will enchant your your weapon with a slow effect, which is yeah. real real powerful. Yeah. And and God help you if you don't find Earth Heal. Again, just talking about things I, I don't know if I can't remember exactly where you find it, and we'll, yeah. we'll get to it. But if it's something you could miss, that's that's real rough. Yeah. So, um, so you so you have this, and you have the uh, the fire. Um, so you can go back, you know, go back to the town. And uh, did you go to the the area behind the town, or the the little area in the 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 boarded up shack at the back half of the town that was boarded up because there's a demonic tree in the backyard? Oh, that's where you get the clarity bracelet. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, this, so you do, you do the, get the it right crazy away. demon ends. Yeah. I love it. Like, cause I went out and I just like, it didn't, and the doors close on their own uh-huh. and they open towards you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter which way you're going to them from, it seems like. So I went out into the, the backyard, <laughs> saw there was a you know, big demon tree. It started attacking me, tried to go back in and the door pushed me back, you know, <laughs> rather than just opening forward for me and died to this demon tree the first time I fought him. Um, but I love the idea of them boarding up a house because there's a demon tree in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, let's just move on. Yeah. It's probably the same people who live in the other house. Yeah, like, they, used they to just be built house. another house out of yeah. the weaker demon trees that they could fell. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah well, it's his house now. If you, <laughs> yeah. you want to live there, you have to pay him demon rent. Um, <laughs> you know, just demon squatters' rights are just, just so so uh, unfavorable. Well, demon law is, you know, is <laughs> That's, it's more complicated stone. than most people think, right? Yeah, it's like maritime law. <laughs> or, or bird law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> That's what I thought you were referencing was bird law. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, that's pretty great. And it comes out of nowhere, too. Like, just uh, the amount of times that y- you go for a chest and then something comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Refreshing. Um, so you grab that clarity bracelet, which you'll leave forever. Or keep, uh, keep leave on for the entire game. Yep. Every moment. Um, the big thing with the fire spell is that you can blast off the spider webs and explore further into that temple. Mm-hmm. Um, but while you're here, you should also get the crystal vial from the thief who's upstairs. Yeah, yeah. There's another life uh, gem or life rock in the in the mines that's kind of uh, hidden. So, you, And it's weird because it comes across as kind of a moral choice at the beginning, which is like, do you give the life rock to the, to the thief or do you give it to the sick mom? Giving it to the yeah. sick mom will let you progress. Giving it to the thief gives you this item that won't be useful for another two hours of gameplay. <laughs> and also you have to go back in and find this other life rock, you dummy. <laughs> yeah. It's not really a moral choice. Right. Just do both. <laughs> um, but yeah, you get a vial. You don't know what it does. Yeah. But those, that's really cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like 
the way that mechanic mirrors Estes flasks is really cool. Like you can kind of see how they got the idea for that. Like, oh, I can fill everything up, and I have a limited number of heals before I have to go back to a yeah. central location. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, you proceed further into the into the temple, and uh, <laughs> this has been overtaken by spiders. Uh, so if Skyrim bothered you, uh, this might not be the game for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, these spiders are, are way less scary than Skyrim spiders. Yeah, yeah. They don't um, have as many visible eyes. This is one of the biggest, like, one of the first mods for Skyrim. It was which replacing is, like, people spiders who with handle bears. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird to me. Like, you just can't handle it. Like, I can't play this game. The same way, like, I can't play Outlast. People couldn't play just because of those cartoon spiders. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, Outlast for me is one of the most compelling reasons to get, like, a PC. <laughs> I want to play like, it really bad, yeah. but it's already... Like, it's so good at setting it. Like, knowing the genre, mm-hmm. I, I'm anticipating the ways it's going to scare me, and I can't do it. <laughs> like, it is all about uh, taking away your vision. So, like, one of the mechanics they introduced really early on is squeezing into tight spaces. Mm-hmm. And when you do, if I squeeze between a wall, I'm facing the wall. And then your camera just really slowly swings back towards yeah. facing. <laughs> and I just know something's going to be there at some point. Mm-hmm. And make me scream like a girl, and then I have to try to desperately squeeze back through. And I just like I'm like, nope, I've got like ten minutes in it. I've picked it up three times. <laughs> I, I just, like, to, like it just it's doing a really good job of making me anticipate not being able to play it. Yeah. So, huh. anywho, <laughs> anyway, Outlast is it is another first person scary game. This mm-hmm. game can get scary too, but not quite yet. Um, not like that. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so but they, go ahead. Or I was gonna say yes. Yeah, so you run into an NPC down here. Um, who is he fled the expedition he's another deserter um and uh he's talking about his friends who have been possessed by monsters uh which is going to come up yeah and uh he he is terrified his friend might be a monster and he pretty much just wants to die yeah and uh and he he'll get his wish yep you can Um, you can oblige him this is one of the only npcs that you can kill without any kind of uh repercussion to it mm -hmm. because he will die later He'll turn into a zombie. The, like, the yeah. whole zombification thing, like, by those weird bugs that infect somebody, A, yeah. pretty cool, like, in a, uh, uh, let's say, chaos servants kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and B, also, um, I forget what B was. Continue. That Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation episode with yeah. an ambassador who was taken over by the bug? Oh, yeah. Maybe. You know the one I'm talking about? I, um, that's a, It's a real famous, like, gif because when they shoot him, his head becomes a really – obvious fake head and blows up <laughs> it's like super bad effects but the um yeah it's kind of weird these bugs that are taking over people's brains like mm-hmm. i kind of forgot about that a couple hours after this in the game because it yeah. stops coming up right you know and just uh oh okay there's brain bugs but it doesn't they don't it's not really a big payoff for it right unless i'm missing something <sighs> maybe so. maybe you have one of those and that's why you don't have a body <laughs> that could be. Yeah. be everyone who's listening to this only knows me as a disembodied voice anyway. So <laughs> this could be a conversation Cole's having with himself. He records my voice and then he improvises his re- reactions to it. Exactly. So, yeah. No, but so I'm a, sorry. I mean, exactly, Gary. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Whew. Sold yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, this is another one of those cases where the – so. In picking which of the Yahoo names to give to people, they kind of went, like, appropriate. So I guess Lee Maynard was really outspoken about his fear of spiders. And mm-hmm. so they put him right outside the spider room, having just watched his friend die of spiders, which kind of seems like a dick move. Yeah, absolutely. But how amazing would it be if, like, you know, this was the the, the company that localized it, you know, was it was the was from. And they had this huge, you know, they have a really great community manager. I can't remember the community manager um and everything and then like 
people from the Souls community got put in, things like that. Like, it would ruin Souls. But the <laughs> idea of, like, you know, I just want us to be NPCs in a game. Yeah. That's all I'm getting at. I'll, I'll stop disclaiming it and just get right to the end thing yeah. that I'm trying to get to. <laughs> That'd is, be awesome. Which is, like, there's a scholar named Vati, the, you know, <laughs> Ross and a field of butter. What? No. I don't, yeah, I don't something, even know. something like that. This is some, some kind of, yeah, I'm sorry that you came out worse in the Middle Ages. Field of, of did you say Field of Butter Rot? <laughs> no, no, not Rot. Okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. okay. No, no, they're just like, uh, you, you pick up a stone in, uh, in Dark Souls 2, and it acts like, uh, some kind of like weird communicator, and there are two voices, and you meet them like in a, like in a tower late in the game, and they're demonic, uh, they're, <laughs> they're agents of the demons feeding you misinformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, perfect. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Cut and prints. Spoilers. Yeah, sorry, it. guys. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, spoilers. We're in Dark Souls too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, anyway. but, but yeah, there's a big spider. Did we say that? No, we have not talked about it. No. There's a boss. Yeah. And boss. There aren't tons of boss fights in this game. Like, there's a good, like, double handful. Yeah, yeah. But, there's uh, a good double handful, yeah. and they're very weirdly paced. So, like, it was eight hours by the time I got to this thing. Yep. And none of the boss fights are good. No. Like, in the way, the, like, that is a huge highlight of the Souls games. Mm-hmm. Um, the boss fights are not particularly good. In fact, I will go as far as say none of them are good. Right. Like, I don't like any of them. I like the Dark Magician. <laughs> He's pretty good. I like him. I like the concept of him. Mm-hmm. Like, I just. But, oh, the experience you know, of fighting him is balls, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and there's and there were a couple of bosses, like, I couldn't fight. Like, I had to cheese because they were mm-hmm. just too. Like it was too tough for me. I don't know what I was doing wrong, but that fire demon, like I could not fight him. Right. You know, I just ended up cheesing him with arrows. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy, you just end up circle strafing around him. Pretty much. And he'll throw a web, he'll shot web at you in order to slow you down and make mm-hmm. that less effective. But you have your fire spell and that is your distance attack right now. And it does a lot of damage to him, even unupgraded yep. really. So. So, yeah, so you kill him and you get like a crest or a key or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something. So that's just the way that you progress. Uh, key enemies have key stones or stones yep. of passage or whatever they are. They're like these crests that you affix inside of a door in order to uh, progress. Yep. Yep. So so you head down um, down from this way and you can go to the right, which is you know the next area you're supposed to go to. But mm-hmm. I like how you can go forward if you want to Yeah. and head into the um, – the, the city gates, I guess, this yeah. little like fortress outside, yeah, which yeah. is really hard at this point. Yeah. So it's doing that Dark Souls meat wall. For, yeah. And, and like it's signposted in a, in a really weird way or a very obvious way, weirdly obvious way for this kind of game, which is there are arrows flying and there are also dead bodies. I wonder, oh, I'm dead. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but, but instead, yeah. you should go to the right. Yeah. And head down to the catacombs. Catacombs, the miner's graveyard, which is they send so many people in to mine for these life stones, and so many of them died in collapses that they had to give them a dedicated graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. And uh, this is, who boy, if you like skeletons. This is skeletastic. Yeah. No. Like so many skeletons. There's some rooms that are just full of graves, and then just you go through and just skeleton after skeleton. Yeah, it's the scapula scapital. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it, it, it is... Uh, Yep. <laughs> Sorry. It's that. <laughs> There's no response to it. Yeah. It's a yeah, peaceful land of skeletons attacked by fire helicopter. Thing is. What? Yeah, and you're the fire helicopter. You ever seen that, that video? No. Peaceful skeleton village attacked by... Oh, like, I, okay, I'll put it in the show notes, and after we get done recording, you have to watch it. <laughs> okay. Um, it's so good. Uh-huh. It's so, so good. Okay. So... 
I'm surprised with that as being such a Skella fan. Oh, yeah. The field of skeleton journalism is uh, <laughs> it's it's, true, it's so it's booming wide. right now. I can't expect to be kept on top of it all. <laughs> you got to set up that YouTube alert for skeleton. Yeah, I know. So, right? um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but uh, this this is kind of a cool area. This the the thing that bothers me about it is that there are so many areas in this game that are just nondescript mausoleum. Yeah, full stop. <laughs> yeah, I spent a lot of time in this area mm-hmm. and the next big mausoleum. Yeah, <laughs> like this is uh, I I spent surprisingly long amount of time here. When you don't do that much, like you're essentially just looking for two key things, mm-hmm. like icons to get through an area. But I just spent so fucking long here. Yeah, um, yeah. And, so and it's not hard, really. It's just time consuming. It's a, it's a, it's kind of a big uptick in the variety of enemies that it throws at you. So yeah. there are skeleton archers here, um, and you know the 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 tactics of the of the of the skeleton warriors are a little bit tougher than the zombies. They're a little bit more wily. They move quick more quickly, mm-hmm. and so I find myself dying to regular enemies a lot here. Uh, yeah, you know, until you at least get a little bit stronger. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the, what what I learned here, combat wise, was not so much trying to flank an enemy or circle strafe them, mm-hmm. but to hit them first. Like this right. is where stun, you know, stun came really into effect. Like, oh, yeah. instead of trying to get around the side of this guy, I should attack him and back up. And like, I'll most of the time I'll stagger him for a second. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and so. if you and if you hadn't before this point learned the timing of your weapon and how important that was, like learning that stun lock mechanic will make you appreciate actually getting to know a weapon's quote unquote move set. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah, an there's a jail here. in there too. Why is there a jail in this? <laughs> I don't know. Graveyard. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, that's <laughs> so where you put the corpses of criminals. Yeah. In yeah. life, yeah. as in death, yeah, you know. Skeletons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, there's no such thing as a bad skeleton, just one that's misunderstood. Yeah, exactly. Just bad parents of skeletons. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, you see Mista Fopa. I-, I like to think his name first. His first name is Mista. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like hanging with Mista Fopa. <laughs> no, no. Miss- Mr. Fopa is different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Mrs. Fopa to you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, th- this is a real weird character. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, he just runs a poison well. Um, <laughs> he the, runs the local poison porium. Yeah, no. So did you see outside of work today? There's that little girl selling poison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poison. Yeah. Oh man, that is a super deep cut. <laughs> if you I, if you refer if you recognize that, then you are immediately part of my cool kids club. Join the cool kids Ross club. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'll I'll text it to you afterwards. Thank you. I'm writing okay. down right now. Ask Cole about things for show notes. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> All right, but uh, but yeah, uh, he's important because he, uh, he he provides you with the keystones that you need to uh, to mm-hmm. get into this crypt that has probably the most skeletons per square foot of anything outside mm-hmm. of the Dark Souls catacombs. Or until until an area later that's literally like an awesome skeleton archer like archery range that comes in the elf tomb. But this is that, you know, it's going to be increasing amounts of skeletons yeah. as you go. But this is the first like shock and awe, like skeletons. skeletons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so you, you do that and you have to release uh, these rocks on the door that you get these things from mm-hmm. um, to fill up the, uh, the fountain. 
Yeah, yeah. So you get the icon of healing. That's something that happens in most of these areas. You're looking for kind of this elemental amulet kind of thing that you can place mm-hmm. um, in order to kind of manipulate the environment. And in this case, you are you are reviving the healing well, um, which yeah. gives you uh, the ability to, you know, kind of get geared up, right? Mm-hmm. Like health is no longer dependent on you raising enough gold to go buy healing herbs from David. Bush. Right. You have, you have one vial yeah. that you can, you can only drink it once, mm-hmm. um, but it will fully heal you and yeah. you'll get more vials as the game goes. Yeah. Which, which is... I didn't realize at first. I thought I was like, Oh, I just have to choose, but yeah, no, it's like, it's like getting bottles. In, uh, yep. in, in It's exactly like that. Yeah. And then uh, Zelda. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And uh further exploration down here puts you like right at the back of David Bunch's shop. So you can kind of see, <laughs> what david bunch was talking about um when yeah. he was saying that old man he made so much trouble i had to board up blah 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 like oh mr mr fupa went back there and uh, yeah the poison made a mess poison merchant. yeah, yeah. The p- and then he fucked everything up poison yeah mm-hmm. by this point you're probably gonna be strong enough to uh survive the fall down the well um all that i have in my notes is that i did it i don't remember why you get some you get a spell and i think you get a piece of equipment yeah yeah you get, like, the bone hands which just is one of the more trade-offy sets of armor yeah, like, I never used them because I could tell they were cursed. Yeah, but I, I, because and I, I told never you actually they were cursed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I could tell because I can read. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, but I, what do they do? Uh, you know, I never discerned it. Honestly, I think if I actually, you know what, I know this. I was that was a rhetorical question. <laughs> rhetorical question. Well, what do they do, Cole? Well, I'll tell you. No, I, I just remembered. They, um, you can't heal through means, but you heal by killing enemies. Oh, so you can't heal yourself with herbs, but you regenerate when you hurt, but kill bad guys. So you okay. know, interesting, but I didn't end up using them, even though they yeah. have pretty good stats. Yeah. I thought I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to take them off. That's why I didn't put them on. Okay. <laughs> um, and none of the, it's kind of interestingly, well, that's how D and D cursed equipment works. Yeah. Um, none of the cursed equipment works that way. They all have huge downsides, but you can take them off whenever you want. Yeah. So, so. and there's some of it that's actually worth using a little bit later on in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I died a lot at the bottom of this, both to the piranhas and also from trying to get to the top. Um, without realizing that I could use uh, either my crystal vial or my, uh, or you know, just healing herbs to get my health back up to give me more time mm-hmm. to get to the top. But yeah, there's just so yeah. many deaths trying to trying to do, to do that little lock puzzle at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a, you're underwater at this point, and yeah. you don't swim; you just sink because yeah. you're you're wearing armor, um, and you drown super quick. Like think think about this, you know, ludo narrative dissonance of you're drowning. So you're constantly cramming herbs into your mouth. So you don't drown <laughs> yeah. like all the way. Like, it's pretty goofy. Yeah. Um, yeah and, if, and you get an item that ameliorates drowning, but it doesn't come for your, till near the end of the game. Oh yeah. So like in the so, last third uh, yeah. at least. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is also the, your first uh, exposure to the Cazadors, I guess. Yeah. Like, they, they don't poison you, but they, but there's wasp that shoots spells at you. And they're real, real sons of bitches. Yep, they're tough. Yeah. Tough enemies. Yeah. Um, so you go there, you're going to go back upstairs. You're going to go the other way instead of going to the catacombs into that kind of fortress. Yeah. And you're a little bit stronger mm-hmm. now at this point. Um, there's a hail of arrows in front of you, but you can go right or left and kind of explore this area. And the big thing, there are zombie soldiers here with the weird little mm-hmm. brain bugs. Yeah. Um, are kind of the the big enemy here. It's real subtle too, because like like once you kill them, you see this little thing scur- scurry away. I wasn't sure until mm-hmm. the fourth or fifth one. They're like, yeah, that's totally a thing that was happening. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is creepy. That's yeah, that's super creepy. Yep. I kept trying to kill them. Like when I got a bow and arrow, I kept trying to kill them. But that's yeah. not how bow and arrows work. <laughs> it's not that quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, so you head through this area. I love this uh, section with the guardian golems mm-hmm. and the the binding crowns. Like this was really fun. This was a fun puzzle. Mm-hmm. 
and and tricky for me to figure out you know what kind of order I need to do this and get out in time. They're scary, and it's yeah. very much a it's very much a, an example of you know you need to outsmart the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they do the thing you know they show you. I mean, they're really clearly telegraphing it, but you know nobody, no hint, obviously no hint pops up, and you you see a guardian golem dead the first time, and it has an arrow in its eye socket. Yeah, it's like okay, that's how I kill these things: arrows mm-hmm. to the eye. Got it. Yep. You know. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool puzzle, uh, pretty terrifying. Uh, once you pull mm-hmm. that uh, binding crown off and hear the thump 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 thump, yeah. Um, yep. In order to get that bow and arrow, you have to venture a little bit into the uh, into the center tower itself, um, which mm-hmm. is pretty majestic. There are wyverns flying around, which will kill you. Yeah, <laughs> and you should just run past. Yeah, like don't try to kill the wyverns. I don't think I've ever like, killed one of them actually. No, I, I killed some of them in the foundry later, but yeah. I never killed the ones here. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Just run past their environmental hazards. Yeah. Um, um, you find an NPC kind of hidden in one of the side passages here. Uh, Ramirez, who he's so grateful that you save him from all of the skeletons <laughs> mm-hmm. that, uh, that he gives you a bow, which ends up being incredibly useful. Yeah. Is this the guy? This is the guy surrounded by the exploding barrels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what it's a huge fuck like, you. Yeah. Well, and a huge fuck me. Like why, you know, like, Oh, I want to be safe. I'm going to surround myself with doom barrels, like <laughs> yep. that blow up at the, the mirror's provocation. Um, <laughs> at first I thought at that point, like, Oh shit, now barrels will blow up and some of them are going to blow too. up, but they're actually, they're smaller. Yeah. The yeah. ones that explode. And it took me a little while to figure that out. No. It, um, once I got protect myself from fire, I would cast uh fire resistance before I would attack any given air, uh, barrel, mm-hmm. which was a huge waste of mana. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, it took me a long time. I was doing the same thing, or I would attack it and back away, and yeah. usually end up taking some damage. Mm-hmm. But uh, it took yeah. me a little while. But you get the bow, it. and you can take one of those golems out, which gets you the uh, the pass key or whatever the the, the stone of put mm-hmm. that bridge down. Yeah, and... the bridge stone, which is infuriating because one of the bridges is broken. Mm-hmm. It's not just up, but you can't tell from the side that you're on. <laughs> right. So you keep trying to put the pass key in it, and it doesn't work. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't give you like a like. Uh, confirmation thing that says no you can't no. do this here it just you, makes it look like you didn't aim it right yep and aiming it is so finicky mm-hmm. like what the here's a pro tip is to take your keystone and bind it to your select button <laughs> you have like one one mappable key for a quick use item and usually you want to have a healing thing or a healing spell mm-hmm. but you you do it with a keystone and then you just kind of cram you know just spam it while looking around and eventually you'll get the spot but yeah I spent a long time trying to do it on this broken bridge yeah. without realizing it was broken. And that was frustrating. Yeah. But now yeah. that we're in the central tower, we have achieved our goal for this episode. Indeed. Yeah. And so had we had some fun are, while we did it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks everybody. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, we're going to pretty much just call it um, and continue pick up next week. So mm-hmm. there's no break between episodes. Like there usually is mm-hmm. with a supplementary episode. We're doing these a little bit weirdly like we did the berserk ones. Um, so we'll just see you in a week. To yeah. talk about uh, the actual, the, the kind of the city itself, the tower. Yeah. And going into the forest and, and a whole bunch of cool stuff. Definitely. The elemental suite. <laughs> so. It sounds um, like some kind of weird Wagner uh, composition. Yeah, like the planets. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh. Yep. What uh, what can people do in the meantime? Well, um, we really enjoy it when you go to iTunes and leave us a rating or review. Um, mm-hmm. Additionally, um, I'm I can't say if it's going to be by the time this episode comes up, but here pretty soon, uh, the entire Duckfeed network is going on to SoundCloud um, as kind of a supplementary way to uh, share and comment on stuff. 
um, because that is a popular thing. So uh, um, uh, this show should be on there, and you should be able to uh, do nice embeds and stuff. So that's kind of a new vector to listen to the show if you enjoy listening to things on SoundCloud. Indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for all your effort to do that. Cool. Yeah. Um, you should go to duckfeed.tv forward slash chip jar and uh, use the Amazon link and buy the things we have for sale for some premium episodes, um, things like that. Yeah. Um, that is well worth your time. And uh, listen to our other shows. Definitely. Um, Abject Suffering could use some love. Mm-hmm. Not like it's doing bad or anything, but just I really like that show. <laughs> yeah. And I think you would yep. like it too. Yep. Yep. And then uh, watch out for fireballs. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time this comes out, our next episode is about Masters of Orion 2. Mm-hmm. That's why I mentioned it earlier because it's on <laughs> <Yeah>. my mind. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's uh, check out that show. It is kind of uh, kind of similar to this. Mm-hmm. Like this, 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 these uh, Kingsfield episodes are a little bit you know zoomed out compared to our Dark Souls stuff. Yeah, pretty wild. A little closer to our watch out for fireball stuff. So mm-hmm. if you like this, you like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, since we're on the video game tip, why don't you check out check it out, comrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's an indie game show, me and uh, Nick Glauber, and uh, occasional guest. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's real short, two indie games per show, just what, telling you what's neat about them. Yeah. Um, the uh, long-awaited return of those damn Ross kids is oh, upon us. Totally, no, it's totally out. Like it, <laughs> I, said, I said the return is upon us. Is upon like us, we're, okay. Yeah, or it has returned, I guess. Like yeah, the, yeah. the return has happened, Yes, is what I meant. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so a couple episodes in the bank there. You should mm-hmm. check that out. That is uh, Cole's brother making fun of Cole. <laughs> and... Uh, is he? Uh, I haven't gotten a chance. I've been, you know, haven't gotten a chance to, to catch up on the new ones mm-hmm. yet. Um, has, has he mellowed out at all, or is he like his recent, you know, the the the, the life stuff that causes hiatuses? Yeah. Without while being totally oblique, has it made him fiercer, or or <laughs> mellowed him out vis a vis taking his you venom feel like out garbage? on me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, you know, it, it, the the tenor has gotten a little bit more introspective. I think, um, but uh, and not so much like him. But I think that we're we're allowing ourselves to marinate a little bit more, um, mm. with, without giving away too much of the too much of the stuff that happens in the most recent ones. But I would say that um, in terms of berating me, uh, it's it's become more like fundamental to my character. Such as like Cole, when I ask you about something to explain something, you, like it, I immediately wish that I asked you not to <laughs> that I didn't ask you to do that because Cole, you're insufferable. Which yeah. makes me feel fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah. if you want a weekly roast of me that, that yeah, somehow but, well, I endorse and participate in, now it now it just sounds like like now it just sounds like like a reverse therapy. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> we're here to tear things down, not build them up. They're breaking Gary. you down to put you in a cult. Like, <laughs> break down his sense of self so we can rebuild him as a Manchurian candidate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> there's that i would recommend you check it out because the new episodes are real doozies um yeah. and you get to hear cole get dressed down yeah i know right? yeah i don't know why we're we're not, we're not apologizing for it we're selling it um <laughs> exactly. and then you should also listen to uh the level which is a roundtable video game discussion show that cole does with some college buddies of his um and it uh covers kind of the gamut of things <laughs> you know news and what you play in and kind of thoughts and generalities with a heavy listener participation portion to it and uh it's a lot of fun it's very good yeah yeah so listen to it but you know listen to it now before dennis continues to ruin it by having kids and shit (laughs) yeah he knows that i don't mean that that's my way of announcing to people that somebody on the network is having a kid that's holy holy shit yeah 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 cool 
Um, and uh, um, like just just kind of in terms of action items, go ahead and uh, send us any thoughts that you have on Kingsfield Four. Um, if you mm-hmm. have any uh, experiences with it, we're kind of gathering them up, and uh, we'll we'll uh, bunch them towards the end. But uh, we're very yep. much receptive to those. They will get read. Duckfeed.tv so. slash contact. Indeed. So until next time, what can they watch out for, Cole? They <laughs> don't watch out for brain <laughs> bugs. Yeah, there we go. So watch the, out for brain bugs. Um, so the world might be darkened. Yeah, so the, yes, exactly. So the world might be darkened. Umbasa. <laughs>